Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edward, and each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn. <laughs> Forgot what the words were. This week it was my turn, and I chose Kitty Letter. Kitty Letter. Letter. Kitty Letter is a 2021 game from uh, Matthew Inman, aka The Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. He describes it. Actually, his description is pretty good. He says it is Scrabble combined with Clash Royale, which I would say is fairly accurate. Yeah. Allow me to read from the Apple App Store description. Kitty Letter, a competitive word battle game. (laughs) That's how it's supposed to be said. Only one thing can protect you from legions of exploding cats, colon, vocabulary. Kitty Letter is a head-to-head competitive word game where the best linguist wins. Unscramble words using your enchanted language vortex from the multiverse of infinite vocabularities. <laughs> Should have read ahead on that word. Collect power-ups from the dysenteric deer and stop your cat-collecting neighbour from destroying your house. Key features. Play with strangers or with friends in 1v1 online games. Extensive single-player campaign featuring an all-new story. Story, Sam, story. Mm. By the oatmeal. Yeah. No collecting cards, coins, or levelling up anything. Just play the game. Earn or buy completely pointless, powerless cosmetics, if you really want. That is the game. Thank you for joining us at 7 Days to Play. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at 7 Days to Play. (laughs) So, I think the description of it saying like it's kind of like Scrabble, which, you know, depending on how you play Scrabble. um, Very badly. And Clash Royale Mm -hmm. is actually pretty good, like you said. Uh, but it's less like Scrabble and more like, you know, those mobile word games where you find where you have to, like, drag your finger across some letters in order to create words. So I don't know if that's necessarily like Scrabble. I mean, you do but, get, you have your your letter tiles in your little plastic stand and you have to Scrabble them around. Is that where the word Scrabble comes from? Because you Scrabble around the tiles to <laughs> make mm. new words? I've never thought about it. Oh, um, interesting. I don't think so. That's a... Uh, pure jump in fiction um but yeah you then need to create words from the letters that you have in front of you yeah um and then whenever you create a word from the letters that are in front of you like this bit sam (laughs) so i really so okay so the the thing i liked about this game is that there's like a story that sort of goes along as it teaches you the mechanics of the game right yeah and the story is that you have a crazy cat neighbor or a crazy cat owner neighbor. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, you want to get rid of them. Uh, and the way that you want to start to get rid of them is by sending your horde of cats over to uh, their trailer. Yes. And the way that you send your horde of cats is by forming these words. <laughs> and whenever you create a word... Uh, a little cat army marches on with the 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 beginning letter of your word uh, on top of their little heads. Hmm. And this will come into play a little later on on why these cat hordes have little letters on top of their heads. But that's essentially the mechanic. Like, so the longer the word you make out of like these Scrabble tiles that are set in front of you, the larger this army of cat is uh, that goes on marching. And then the larger the army of cats, the more hit point damages it does to the uh your neighbor's trailer 
Um, ultimately, each level, you want to get all of their hit points down until the house blows up, uh, which is very sad. Uh, <laughs> and that's the game. So every once in a while, your neighbor will also try and send uh, their army of cats over to your house, which you can try and block by looking at the corresponding letter on top of their army cat's heads <laughs> and then creating a word that will match it so that you can either block them. Uh, which comes, you know, yeah. I mean, th- I think that aspect is totally like Clash Royale, right? Like you see a little army marching across and you're like, oh, okay, gotta, gotta put these guys over there and, hmm. and, yeah, and exactly. defend them. Yeah, yeah, but instead of matching, you know, a, a tank with to take on a, like a... I'm trying to think of another type of Clash Royale uh, attack uh, character. Dwarves. Like, yes. Uh, you have to match the beginning letter uh, on your opponent's kitty kitty heads. And there is story mode uh, to cater to Sam's predilections. And there is also just the arcade mode where you really just have to make as many letters and words as you can uh, in, the, in the time available. There, is there an arcade mode? Sam, as a professional in-depth game journalist, I do my research, and yes, there is, on the very first screen. It says play single player and play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and after that, there's play story and play arcade. Hmm, I see. Yeah, so I see, I see, I see, arcade I see. is just your go-ahead and just keep making words, uh, words mode. Sam, I realized I hate Scrabble. This is a terrible game. I did not enjoy it at all. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I, su- I was surprised that you chose this game because last time I chose a word game, <laughs> you, you know, I distinctly remember you saying, I don't know, I, my brain doesn't work this way. I have a really hard time figuring out words by looking at letters. So even puzzles like jumble or like word search, I just can't, you know, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, I can see how why that makes you hate the word game that I suggested. So I was very tickled when mm. you suggested this word game. <laughs> well, I can report that my brain still works in the similar fashion and did not enjoy this at all. Which is strange because I love spelling. I love words. I love vocabulary. You I love correcting like... other people's spelling as well. Oh, absolutely. Of course. <laughs> um, how would I not get a sense of superiority otherwise? But I right. do not enjoy trying to find stupid words out of a jumble of letters, even, despite yes. using my interplanetary language vortex or whatever it's <laughs> called in this game. Right. So there's a lot that's going on within the story mode. Um, right. I mean, if you've ever heard or if you have ever like read uh, an oatmeal comic, it you know has a very distinct type of humor. Yes. Uh, which is very much the oatmeal type of humor. And it goes on full force in the story mode uh, and doesn't allow you to skip it. <laughs> uh, and you have to yes. go through it. You have to go through it in order to sort of understand all the different mechanics that are available in the game that split out. And I think in over like 12 different levels or something like that. Yeah, you guess uh, essentially a whole playable oatmeal comic. But with some interactions. Now, I should say, actually, in this case, I think the interactions work quite well. Um, in other kind of comic, playable comic games we've had, um, I'm trying to think of some examples. There was that one where there was a coffee shop from Beyond the Grave. Mm. That one, yeah. Um, coffee shop from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> I don't remember that one at all. 
Okay, well, now I'm going to Google for coffee shop beyond the... Is it you're in purgatory, but it turns out you're actually in a Starbucks, which in reality oh. is not actually that much different. Oh, that was like that, that visual novel game, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't remember what the title of that is. If only we had a searchable list of all our previous episodes where we could find out what it was called. Necrobarista. Yeah. Necrobarista. There it, there it is. Yes. Anyway, so that was an example, I think, of where it was more comic book than a playable game, where really you're just right. scrolling through text and there's no interaction. Here, I think, I guess because of the quirky uh, humor of the oatmeal, that translates quite well into like silly games, I think. Like, for example, you have to spend maybe 30 seconds slapping a trout to defrost it. Which... <laughs> You know, it's, uh, it's amusing. As you say, Sam, if you don't complete the level, you do have to go through the story again. So again. I have maybe slapped the trout twice. And, and sometimes, you know, like these, these little story moments, they aren't the same. Like some are definitely a little bit longer than you'd like. Um, you know, there was one where it goes through all the different words that you use to describe a group of a certain animal. You know, like there was a, a, you know, like a flock of seagulls, a murder of crows, a, a murder of crows, a knot of toads or something like that. A tower of giraffes. Um, and that one was very long. And I, I happened to not complete out that one. And when I had to start over again, I had to go through all of it, which was, you know, it's it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> which I think uh, if we I will link out to the blog uh, on the oatmeal about it is like this is a deliberate choice. For Kitty Letter, I try to just make the game as enjoyable as possible. This means that sometimes the chapters are long and almost seem to be discourage you from playing. There's an entire chapter built around slapping a trout in order to defrost it, and some musical deer that makes sexy groans for way too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to do just build a short-lived, likable game rather than a mediocre game stretched across months of free-to-play garbage mechanics. Mm. Yeah. In, in that aspect, I think what I really liked about this game... Um, and maybe we should just go to the three by three Edwin. Take me to the three by three zone. Three good words formed by the vortex, and three horrible two-letter words that are formed by the vortex. <laughs> so That's I good. will start. Um, yeah. So I think what I really like about this game is that it has a very distinct mechanic, and it knows exactly what it wants to be. Um. And so, and I think in that aspect, they, they completely nailed it, right? Like if you like the oatmeal and their sense of humor, uh, you're going to really like this game. If you're a fan of like exploding kittens and all the different stuff that you read about the oatmeal, you should definitely check this game. It's free. Is it free? It is free. Yep. Yeah. It's free. free. Yep. I hate free to play games. I hate games built entirely around player attention and tricking people into keeping the app open as long as possible. I hate coins, currencies, chests, and other money money (laughs) printing schemes disguised as fun. Again, I'm quoting. Totally. So in that aspect, like I, I think they know exactly what they're trying to make and they nailed it. Like if you're a fan of the oatmeal and you definitely should check this game out because it is what it is. And if you like it, you'll like it. And if the humor isn't totally on brand for you, then there is the arcade mode where it really much just is more of just a, a word puzzle game uh, without the uh, oatmeal humor, if that's not your bag, which I think is a smart move. But it also looks great, right? Like it's it has a style all of its own that is unmistakably oatmeal-y, 
which I use as a descriptive term, not a derogatory term. Um, it's just very much in the oatmeal universe, and there's no, and it's very distinctively so. And and that aspect, yeah, it's totally an oatmeal thing. And you know what I liked about the story uh, and going through it is that it does give you opportunities to really interact with it. You know, a lot of times like these oatmeal comics, it's very much one-sided where you just like read it and then laugh and then like click to the next thing or just it's, you know, I think oatmeal is usually like one long scroll. So you're just like scrolling down and down and it's like, gets funny and funny. Um, But with this, because it was broken up to like little interactions of like pressing a button to like follow through or like slapping a trout, you know, those kind of interactions were actually built into the game, which made it a really nice and interactive moment of, uh, you know, being being sort of two sided with with the oatmeal comic, and and I feel like not a lot of places really do that correctly, especially for like these online comics that have gained popularity and they make something electronic. You know, it either turns into something horrible or something like not really representative. But in this aspect, I, I think they really paid a lot of attention to make this app really feel like oatmeal, and um, yeah, I think they did a great job with it. Uh, third aspect, uh, you know, even though it is a story that you play through, like I liked the fact that it was level based. I was able to, you know, enjoy a couple of levels once a day and then switch off and then come back the next day. And I knew exactly where I left off. And I actually liked that there was like an end to the story, right? Like I saw that it wasn't just something that goes on forever and ever. It was like, I think 12 levels and that was it. And that really made me sort of, you know, kind of give it like, okay, I can finish this out. Like I'd finish this out in X number of days and I'll totally be happy with it. I should say sound design is pretty good as well. When the explosions go off, that sounds like a real explosion inside your head. And there's a (laughs) bunch of other little fun, (laughs) fun sound effects. I like when there has a little countdown before the level starts (laughs) is in like, it's panned very hard left and right so it's a sort of ethereal stereo sound um yeah, and it's, it's like, like a really weird voice too that's yes. <laughs> like pitched up yeah. in a strange way yeah yeah but it all works together to add to the oatmeal-y experience as someone who enjoys the oatmeal brand of humor this does continue that um and it is <laughs> it is silly and fun but on to the bad points while you may think the oatmeal brand of humor is very funny if you do not like it, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like there are times where I really like it. There are times where I feel like, Oh, like this is trying to do too much of the thing that it tries to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that makes me feel like I'm being mean, but at the same time, like I can't help but feel like, Oh, this is like too much. It's too much of it trying to be this thing. Um, I felt like it was a little heavy handed, but you know, you can't blame them. They're the oatmeal. They need to do what they do. So, while I give them props for doing it. Like Sting, right? He's got to be the Sting. He's got to continue being Sting. Be the he can't sting. not be Sting. Marvel, Marvel superhero, the Sting. <laughs> it might be like a late 2000s and, <laughs> you know, 1990s reference. I guess he doesn't really make music anymore. But if he did, mm. you know, he's got to continue being Sting, right? Because um, that's his brand. What is Sting up to these days? <laughs> I, I forget that it's just Sting, not the Sting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the keyboard is broken on my laptop, so I guess, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we will never we will never know what Sting is up to these we'll days. We'll never know. No. 
yeah so you know it has to do what it has to do and if you like it that's great you should definitely check this out but you know if you tend to not like the oatmeal stuff this goes very heavy-handed in it so just you know a little warning also if you do not like word games where you have to create words out of a jumble of letters uh no amount of oatmeal humor i think is going to mask that fact that it's uh, right. still it's still a word it's game very much a word game and on top of that it is just a word game at heart but also it's actually a pretty stressful word game <laughs> you know it's not just your normal countdown of trying to find as much words as possible it's because there are like oncoming attacks from from like you know different uh, from a, from an ai sending their hordes of cats <laughs> right I feel very pressured and not at all calm when I was doing this, even though I knew like I'd win, right? Like the, the damage that the, the enemy opponent does in the story mode is very minimal. Right. I still yeah. felt very stressed in each level. Agreed. Yes. It was stressful and I don't like word games. The other thing I bumped up against is in your word vortex, you get uh, seven, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, six letters. And it loves to tell you, if you don't get a whole six-letter word, it tells you what you could have played. Did you notice this? <laughs> yes, of course. It tells you every time. Now, did you recognize any of the words it suggested you could have played? No, I did not. They are all, I swear to God, they're all made up. Which maybe is the point. <laughs> like, maybe that's the humor. That's the humor of it. Actually, okay, so I did a screenshot of all of these. Sam, I could have played Dermic. <laughs> D-E-R-M-I-C? Have you ever heard? Is that a word? Okay, now I'm Googling it right I now. I love that actor, Dylan Dermick. He's, he's great. <laughs> oh, it's affecting or related to the skin. Oh, I guess like dermatology. Mm. Right. Okay. Oh, That's another what I figured. One. Okay. You could have played fellow, F-E-L-L-O-E. That's not a word. Mm. That's so not a real word. F-E-L-L-O-E. The, oh, it's the outer rim of the wheel to which spokes are fixed. Okay. Well, I was just very furious at this because these are incredibly <laughs> obscure words uh, that really, you know, I was already stressed. And then to be told obscure words that I could have played, I was furious. I could have played Adland. That is not a word. I am sure of it. Adland. I mean, uh, is, I that, is that that movie with Stephen, uh, with Sylvester Stallone and uh, Robert De Niro? Anyway, yes, I think quite possibly. Turns out, Adland, the advertising industry. Oh, I guess it's. Oh my. Mm. That's not. You can't use that. Mm. Right. Anyway, so I had some qualms <sighs> when I was already stressed trying to work out words that tell me words. That were well, yeah. So it has obscure. like these sort of like slang words, right? Like Adland. It possibly it couldn't have been made in like the recent. 10 20 years right so and i used meme i tried to do meme and it didn't accept it i was like that's impossible yeah what is the dictionary behind the scenes for these words unclear but i was pretty furious and i'm a, <laughs> I'm a person who likes to think i have pretty good vocabulary but i guess i, I now know that dermic does relate to the skin and that fellow is the outer rim of a wheel to which spokes are affixed oh my god i got secretly educated damn it <laughs> <laughs> Edwin, what is your final seven-day ratings for Kitty Letter? My final seven-day rating is a four. I mm. want to read the story. I wish there was a way I could read the story without actually having to think of words. 
Um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> it was actually a pretty good story. Yeah. 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 I do want to know what happens, but I don't want to have to spell more words. Um, it just got stressful, especially when mm. the approaching hordes of armies kept wanting the same letter and I'd already ran out of words. And I'd, I'd created all the words I could, beginning with Y, and then yet more armies come. <laughs> exactly. Going, Why? And you're like, well, there are no more words. You can <laughs> switch it around, I think, but I don't think you can like declare word bankruptcy before the time. Because I think if you, you get like thirty yeah, seconds, if you to just wait like out. don't do anything, yeah, it will do like it I'm will done. switch you around to like a new word wheel, word vortex. But yeah, it takes time. Uh, I was a seven day Edwin. I was a seven Whoa, out of seven days for this nice. kitty letter. Um, I completed out the the story in those seven days. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it because I initially thought that there wasn't a arcade mode. But now that I, I've, now that you've told me mm. that there's an arcade mode, <laughs> I, think I still don't know special. if I'm going to go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I found that pretty stressful. But I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the oatmeal portion of things. Um, one of the things that I didn't really enjoy is sometimes I play this at night in a pitch dark room uh, while my kids go to bed. Oh yes, and everything was so bright. <laughs> right. you, you know that that aesthetic oatmeal aesthetic of black text on a white background, very sparse looking white background is you know is true. There is no dark mode or anything, um, and my eyes were ablazing, much like the the cats that were ablazing as well. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for your selection. Now it is my turn, Edwin to select the next game for the next seven days. Uh, Edwin, you have seven days to play. I'm poisoned. Ready to search. Tomb Toad. Tomb Toad. A totally awesome adventure. Yes. Available now in the Apple App Store for $3.99. And you've already read the the little tagline. It's a totally awesome adventure. (laughs) Yep. Mm-hmm. Edwin, you have seven days to play Tomb Toad. Before we go, thing of the week. <laughs> Breaking news, Sam. I have some PUBG Mobile news for you. Oh boy! That's right. I know you're excited. I'm always have... excited for your love of PUBG. <laughs> but they have announced that the PUBG universe is expanding with a new mobile title for iOS and Android called PUBG Colon New State. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what we know so far it is a battle royale but in the future uh, set in 2051 and there's a new map and new I mean I kind of like the idea that there's going to be some new near future weapons and vehicles drones, de- deployable combat shields um, mm. but yeah new PUBG mobile game Sam uh, maybe from Craft and Game Union, not a union. Okay. <laughs> actually, no, wait, that's true. No, that's not true. It's actually going to be developed by PUBG Studio, who was oh, who were behind the PC version, because right now PUBG Mobile is developed by Tencent, which is sort of like the Chinese tech giant. So right, they bring right. it back in-house. Maybe this is what Brandon has been working on in his secret projects lab in Amsterdam all this time. Brandon Interesting. Unknown. So this is completely going... It looks like it is trying to differentiate itself from PUBG Mobile, right? Well, it's well, it's hard to say because 
Like, how different can it be without being a different game? Because the the reason why I say that is because I I do think with this aspect of it, they might actually bring uh, more cross-play functionality between this version and, like, potentially, like, a PC or console version. Mm. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, because PUBG, the same studio, is developing it. Right. Right. Much like the successes of, like, Fortnite did, because they got tons of new users on their mobile, right, on their mobile efforts. And now Fortnite is now available in pretty much all platforms. Like, you can probably play it on your (laughs) fridge if you wanted to. Except iOS, Um, famously. uh, Well, oh, yeah, that that whole thing (laughs) happened. I thought thought they're clear now, in theory, yeah. Uh, So, you know, like, it's available for this. Oh, my goodness. Um, So, yeah, so it's, like, available for the Switch. And, you know, people actually played a lot on the Switch. And I'm sure they got tons of successes for it. So this could potentially be a thing where, you know, it comes out on the Switch as well. Or, like, in other consoles. And people can start to play together. Would you come back? Sam, would you be lured back into the PUBG fold for new state set in the near future interesting yeah maybe this version will allow for me to use my backbone controller with it oh interesting i'd be down now it's interesting you talk about controls because as i told you pre-show uh i have upgraded my phone to uh the Mm. new iphone 12 which of course apple got rid of 3d touch in the previous phone so this is the first time i do not have 3d touch I never use 3D Touch, but except when I'm in PUBG because I have it set up so I have aim and fire. Aim is moving my thumb, fire is 3D Mm. Touch. And now, of course, in my iPhone 12, there is no 3D Touch. So everything I have learned is down the proverbial toilet because I now cannot aim and shoot. I didn't realize they got rid of 3D Touch. They did. They replaced it with, oh boy, what do they call it? A haptic... I mean, their marketing was truly confusing around this. There was Force Touch, 3D Touch, and Haptic Touch. So 3D Touch was on your iPhone, uh, the previous generation, iPhone XS and XS Max and all that, and Xs. But last year, they just became Haptic Touch, which is actually Mm. now just triggered by a long press. So it's now no longer pushing harder is just holding your thumb pushing longer yeah (laughs) right Right, it's like the daft punk song uh so that's now don't work harder work longer (laughs) so i don't know what to do now i tried playing i just can't go back to having a trigger button now because my fingers just don't work that way so i'm tempted just to keep an iphone an old iphone 10s just That's for your PUBG mobile phone. <laughs> Pure mo- PUBG mobile gaming platform device. Yeah. But, oh, damn, I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. that. I mean, that totally hampers everything, right? But, I mean, didn't the... I would imagine, like, the, the 3D touch would be delayed when you try to shoot, right? Well, I mean, the number of chicken dinners I've got does not appear to back up that claim. No, it worked fine. It worked great. It was pretty immediate, okay. yeah, in my experience. Oh, that's a shame. It really wow. is. So maybe finally 2021 is the year where I stopped playing PUBG Mobile. <laughs> Wait, so iPads run. don't have force, force touch or anything like that, right? 
Yeah, and you're Ooh, not going to play PUBG Mobile on your I- iPad. <laughs> I mean, like maybe I, did. I could. Maybe I could. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like iPad would have it. It's a very large surface to try and implement. <laughs> yeah, right. 3D touch. Yeah, all think, over the. Yeah, I think it was all over the iPad. Yeah, I'm not totally sure why they did remove it. I imagine it was expensive, and as you say, just no one used it because it's kind of hidden. Like yeah, a gesture that's you know doesn't really know. iPads I don't think have 3D touch. That's a shame. Wow. Yeah. Right. So there you go. That is Edwin's PUBG Mobile Corner update. Maybe you need to get yourself a... Oh, well, yeah, we don't know. It's not going to work on current PUBG Mobile. But there's also no date on when this PUBG new state is going to come out, right? According to this lengthy, it's not lengthy, it's about two paragraphs, article on The Verge, later this year. Oh, that could be any time from June to (laughs) December or even to 2022. Agreed. Yep. Okay. Well, that sucks. But at the same time, there are other <laughs> Yes. There are other BR games that you can definitely play on your mobile phone. But yeah, I mean if you're if you're used to the mechanic of like force uh, the 3D touch then it's going to be hard to get adjusted to it. Oh well. Uh my thing of the week is also game related, Edwin. Oh, look at us. It's almost as if we are a game podcast. My thing of the week is a game called Loop Hero. Loop Hero. Loop Hero is a. Uh, I think it launched recently. Um, 2021 game from. Let's see. Let me look it up. <laughs> this sounds like we're starting a new episode right now. <laughs> Loop Hero. Uh, it's, uh, the publisher is Devolver, but the game company that made it is Four Quarters. I think they are based in Poland. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the reason why I like it is because, first of all, it looks like a classic, like, 486 PC game, you know? Right. If you remember games like XCOM or, uh, Syndicate or even, like, Populous or stuff like that, it has, like, this really nice Mm. segmented look of, like, here's where your information is, here's where all the action happens, here's where, like, your icons and all that stuff is going to be. And really nice pixelated graphics that goes along with it with like a limited color palette. Um, but the reason why I like this game is because it has like this really nice method of you just watching stuff happens. And when it calls for it, uh, you then put stuff, you know, you can like organize stuff and like change your tactics uh, and then like have it run through it again. So it's like this really nice method of sitting back and watching stuff happen and then leaning in to make sure your character doesn't die, which is really cool. Um, it's kind of a deck building game as well, but not really. It's more of like a an RPG and a rogue-like. Mm-hmm. Once again, there's that word. Ding, ding. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's available for Mac and PC and Linux. So give it a try. It's like 12 bucks right now. It's like 12 or 14 bucks. It's really interesting. I really like it. Available on the Steam store. Available on Steam. I feel like this game could easily, if it got ported over to the iPad, it'd be perfect for the iPad. Maybe a future seven days to play pick. But that is my my thing of the week. Edwin, you have seven days to play Tomb Toad. It's kind of hard to say over, over, you know, over the mic. Tomb Toad. Tomb Toad. 
If you have any game suggestions, you may tweet us at Seven Days to Play. Uh, and find us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast by searching for Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven days to play.